Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. You have found the Shanty Pants Show. People ask all the questions the box you win To classify your life with the stroke of a pen Take those old rules, crumple them, and throw them out We're burning that box right now Although I am most often recognized for my ridiculous comedic fashion and makeup tutorials on my social medias, I also have a deeper side. I have been learning, growing, and recovering so much in the last couple of years, and I'm thrilled to bring you along on my journey as I continue to break the mold that I've been living in for far too long. I'm so fortunate to have the privilege of interviewing some movers and shakers who are encouraging my healing process through sharing their own stories. I speak with many who have suffered through challenges I myself have been through, such as living in a cult, infertility, foster care, adoption, and mental health illness. I have experienced firsthand how the stories of others have impacted impacted me and my journey of healing. I'm honored to bring these stories to you all in hopes that you too can learn, grow, and heal. And also to remind us all that we are not alone. Welcome to the Shanty Pants Show. Well, 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 I hope that you all are really looking forward to this conversation because let me tell you, Ellis and I had a great time. And while our conversation may have been a little bit ADHD, like all over the place because it's me and you guys should be used to that by now, I learned some amazing things about Alice. She is fantastic. We had so much fun. She is a mom. She is a comedian. And she also is trying to get me to do stand up comedian-ing, stand-up comedy. I think that's where we go with stand-up comedy. So, you know, there's that. Uh, so I don't know if you agree with her or not on that, on that whole subject, but 
We had a great time talking about it. We laughed a lot. I had to edit out a lot of laughing on this episode. So I hope you guys really enjoy it because gosh, we had way too much fun. And I feel like I wish that we lived in the same state so I could just like drive and go have some coffee with her. And it would get cold because I would be talking to her too much, which I don't drink hot coffee anyway. So I don't even that didn't erase, delete, edit. That, it, it makes no sense. I only drink ice drinks. Uh, so anyway, oh my gosh, let's just get right onto it, right? Let's just, let's just, Shannon, let other people talk, be quiet. And okay, okay, I'm going to stop. Bye. How did you get into the whole stand up? I don't even know how we say this properly. Stand up comedian, comedic <laughs> co- co- person, stand up funny person. Uh, how did, how did, have has this been going on for a long time? When did this get going? Cause I don't know this story about you. So I'm oh. very curious. How did I start stand up comedy? Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, I actually thought I wanted to be an actor and you know, I, I, always thought I was kind of funny because, you know, my friends would tell me I was funny and, you know, I'm a middle child. I always wanted to get validation. <laughs> so, um, And then I learned that I was like, you know, what? I was, I accepted the reality when I moved to New York city. I was like, I'm not going to be an actor. Like there are no roles for an Asian female who is like past her prime. <laughs> I'm like, let me just try something else that doesn't like focus on looks. And, um, it was uh, improv. So I started doing improv and I realized, man, I am not an extrovert. Like I am not a ham where I'm like, look at me. Like I have to think before I say things. And I liked it, but it gave me a lot of anxiety because mm-hmm. I was really competing with actors, great actors, funny actors. And they were always like getting in there first. So someone told me try stand up and I was totally afraid, but I, I, I want to let people know stand up is not as scary as most people think because everything is scripted. You already mm. know what you're going to say. And people are like, yeah, but you're standing in front of people. And I'm like, yeah, but you already, you already have it in your head. You mm. just focus telling your story. Uh, and the lights are blinding anyway. You can't really see the crowd. Right. You see it. And you are a totally different person on stage and off stage. Right. And we know um, a mutual IG mom who recently started stand up. And I'm so like impressed because she's funny. And Shannon, you're funny too. So if you ever want to pick up a microphone and get on stage, I totally am right behind you like 100%. oh my gosh I know it's so scary <laughs> yeah I just started doing that I did court I did I took a course I went on stage for my first graduation show and I love the feeling of it mm. and you won't know until you actually get on stage and you hear the feedback from the audience of course yeah. the audience was made up fully of supportive friends and family right and at everything so they yes. gave me false hope and I thought I was <laughs> until I did my official show and I bombed oh. and um and I remember a relative of mine was saying you're still doing that comedy thing you think you're funny oh, my and I was like oh my god I think I'm funny and I, I just kept doing it because it was like my my own hobby my escape and um and I love the feeling of it and it took me a long time and I've, I've done lots of shows at 
have bombed. Like even like two weeks ago, I did a show and it bombed. And and last um, night, one that was killer. So you're gonna have those nights. And um, the thing, the most important thing is you have to love it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, I'm sure. Yeah. When you get the ones that bomb, like what is that? What do you consider bomb? Where do you just feel it from the crowd? Where like, oh my god, they're not reacting how I want them to or expected them to. Yeah. Okay. And my material has changed so much because, you know, when I started, I was single living with a cat. Uh, and, <laughs> yeah. And you know how those jokes can go and was dating. Right. And now I have kids. Right. And a lot have, different. I have a guinea pig. So all my jokes are based on my husband, kids, and now a guinea pig. <laughs> and um, I don't, I'm not relatable to everybody. Like, when I go to a young crowd, I sometimes get a little nervous mm. because I can deal with the parent crowd. I kind of right. know what they want to hear. But with a young crowd, I'm like, ah, I got to dig really deep to see what else is in my pocket so I can relate to them. And then usually I go really dirty, which I don't want to do because that's kind of like default. Like anything is funny if you say the word penis. Right. I don't want to do that, but um, it's great exercise. You have to be able to deal with college kids to Mm. parents, to seniors. And that's, that's the craft. You have to be able to make anybody laugh, like just Mm. not just one type of person. And I'm still working on it. It's been years and I'm, I'm still working that. So you were out of college, you said when you started then? No, not quite, Shani. Okay. Oh, (laughs) Um, way over college. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I started really late. I was a late bloomer. Uh, but that's good, was, you know? Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. And, and I think it's also a good message because I feel like women, especially when you become a parent, you're like, okay, um, I guess no more exciting things. I guess mm-hmm. I can't change my career. I guess I can't start new scary things. And I, I'm telling you, yes, you can at any age. Right. I started really late. And there's no age limit to what you can do. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something, just do it. And I think it's so important too for our kids to see examples like that, you know, to see like, mm-hmm. oh, mommy loves going and doing her funny thing at her, you know, in the evenings or whatever. And I think, I think that's neat for them to see. Yeah. I love that you brought that up. That, that is the best part because they see dad working. He's got a full time job. He's got to pay the mortgage. And I'm mm-hmm. like, I'm a stay at home parent. Mm-hmm. And then um, I have like a few hours here and there to do freelance stuff. But mostly it's going to be me as the caregiver. And then at nights when I'm out, I go out. They're like, well, where are you going? I'm like, mommy's going to work. And, mm-hmm. I, and I think it's great that they see, wow, like my both parents work. They're not my mom's doing work. It's not the conventional nine to five, but she's working. Right. She's doing what she loves. Yes. And they see how happy I am when I get back. I tell them about the shows and it's, it's a very different, it's very different for them because they're like, how come daddy's work is this way and yours <laughs> is like that, you know? Yeah. It's, it's a great feeling as a parent. That's like a one plus. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So one plus when I do go away from my kids, aside from some time away from them, um, right. is to bring back that, that um, I'm a happy mom, I'm a happier person, and right. we get to see that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. I do. I think that's so, so valuable for for them to see us doing what makes us happy. And I know it's important for me with my kids too. Like I, it's it's unfortunate, but 
because now I'm into this like content creating world. And then my normal job is real estate, which I was already on my phone a lot for that. Mm. And now pairing it with like, I'm trying, you know, to figure out which direction my life is going right now. I'm, I can be glued to my phone like 24 hours a day, basically, if I let myself because I, I'm working, like I really am working. I'm editing a video or I'm editing the podcast or I'm doing real estate work. And so I have to remind myself because I do kind of work around my kids' schedule yeah. and okay, try to cram as much stuff as I can. And, and I work from home. So it's like doing all the normal things like you, like laundry and all those mm-hmm. kind of things too. But then like trying to be ready when the kids do get home from school to put my phone down completely, I'll even like mute it um, to so, so they don't see me on it all the time. Because as much as I love sharing with them what I'm doing, or they'll like watch my funny videos. And so I'll share like, look what I did today. And they're like, Oh, my gosh, you got dressed up in that. <laughs> and so as much fun as that is, I have to remember to like, okay, take a break. And be a present mom where I'm, I'm here when they're there helping them with their homework and stuff, but it's hard because it is now, you know, it's part of our job too, to be on our phones and whether it's responding to emails or whatever, I have to make my, myself have that balance of, yes, this is fun. And this is part of mommy's work and it's creative and I love it. But at the same time, you know, you guys are more important to me than this. So Mm -hmm. it's a, it's a good, it's a good reminder to, you know, have our kids see what makes us happy, but have those boundaries too. I mean, I have a teen now. So it's like with social media and stuff, it's like really like, okay, no, remember I'm working right now. So this is, I'm not just sitting here scrolling Instagram all day. I know it looks like it, but I'm not. (laughs) I can't imagine how hard that is because like with little kids, you can still shelter that part of the world Mm -hmm. because they're not interested. But as a teen, you're modeling that and you're you if you say no you can't be on your phone then you can't be on your phone you know like right and they have this society pressure that they should be because their friends are and that's how they communicate now so it's hard and um Mm -hmm. and it's you know thank you for the reminder because I was away from my kids last night for a long time I mean, from 4.30 onwards, and I got home at 11. I have to, like, after, when I pick them up from school today, um, thanks, Shani, for reminding me, I'm going to tune out. I don't need to be engaging on social media. Um, I'm going to spend some time with them. So thank you. Even as I'm talking, I'm like, okay, so you just said that. So remember <laughs> that today. <laughs> you big old liar. <laughs> it is. It's really hard, and I have to, like, really... I can tell when I lose track of being really conscious about it because you can see it in them like standing there looking at you like waiting and you're like, oh, did they just ask a question? Oh my gosh. So you were already doing stand-up comedy before the pandemic, correct? Mm -hmm. And then when the pandemic hit, is that kind of when you started doing like the rest of us, you know, all the more going towards a social media type comedy? So I didn't like... I didn't get on Instagram until my second son was born. And that was like 2016. He was like maybe three to three months old or so. And I, I felt like there was such a void in my life and I didn't know what it was. And with my first son, it was all about him and me, baby and me, yoga classes with baby, Mm -hmm. music, sing along, everything was about him. And, and I felt for few years I was like why am I unhappy still do Mm -hmm. I want to go back to work do I do I want to go back 
to graphic design or marketing or to the bank. And then I was like, oh, I know, I'll I'll take photography. I'll be a photographer. And then I start doing that. I'm like, that's creative. And I branded myself as a photographer. Then I had the second and I'm like, you know, um, I kind of miss that comedy thing, but I'm too tired to go at night and uh, I don't want to leave my baby. He's still a newborn. So I started this thing called Bring Your Own Baby Comedy, uh, where I took stand up comedy in the morning. I brought it to parents, um, new moms, dads, caregivers, nannies, grandparents. They could come to a space that's safe. They can nurse their baby, burp their baby, uh, you know, change their diaper in front of the performers, have their baby cry, crawl on stage. And uh, they got to see comedy. Like real professional comedians came at 1030 in the morning. We had a 45-minute show. All the moms were like pampered with cookies. So they were happy. And by the time 45 minutes was up, the babies were ready to go nap and the parents oh. were happy. They had some adult time. And we did that for two years, pandemic wow. hit. Mm. And then we moved to the burbs. And then I started to do the video stuff because okay. I was going insane uh, at home. Huh? Um, and that's when it started with the, more of the video stuff. Okay. Uh, the Zoom shows, Zoom stand-up oh. comedy shows. Yeah. <laughs> How fun. Uh, that yeah. is so great. What a fabulous idea doing the bring your baby comedy, because I'm just like processing that right now that you're just talking about it. And that is the most amazing idea ever. Like you need to do that again. I mean, I now you're past the baby stage, but what an amazing idea. It it was. And the the space was um they said yes to my idea and I was really surprised and the first show we had seven people like five of them were my friends right 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 <laughs> and you then, have to come right yeah it's free I'll get you cookies yes. and you know and I brought toys and the babies would be on the mat it was just a oh. perfect and I think it came from me knowing that being a mom is very isolating and alone yeah. I didn't yeah. have that and when I see a mom I know it sounds weird I just want to take care of her yeah because yeah. I know how hard it is. I new moms. When I see a new mom with a stroller, I'm like, let me take care of you. Oh. Go shower. Like I really want to. Right. And it wasn't about making money. It was really like, it was a lot of work. Like I had to get up early in the morning to get the cookies, and oh, yeah. you know, I had to get coffee for the performers. I had to clean out all the mats and make sure there are wipes. You know, and yes. But I. But after the show, when I when I when I know that like even a few moms had a good break um, mm-hmm. and they got to laugh a little, you know, it just made all the difference and it made yeah. it worth it. So yes. Yeah. And past the baby stage. Um, it, it, I think it's a great idea for like young moms. It's a, uh, it, it's one, it's one of my proudest projects. <clears throat> well, and it's hard too. Cause like you said, your jokes kind of change as your life changes mm-hmm. and you're not in that baby, baby phase anymore. And it's not that you can't relate to those people still, mm-hmm. but it is definitely, you know, it changes as your life changes. I've even yeah. noticed in the last couple of years, like since I've been on the whole social media thing, even how my stuff's changed, you know, now I have a teenager and it's just like, 
you know, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's very, very, it's very different too. And then too, like he used to do videos with me and want me to post them. And now he's kind of like, eh, I'd rather you not. My girls still would love it, but he's kind of just like, no, like he has to make sure it's funny enough before I post it. Like, will my friends think this is funny or just your mom friends, you know? And so now it's like editor in the family now. Yes. Yes. Now I'm like, okay, I guess it needs to be more funny. Yeah. It's so funny. It is. Because it is, um, there was one uh, that you did. It was like first day. Oh, yes. Home versus like the yes. 30th day. And he was like, what's for dinner? And you're like, you know what you want. And I was just I'm like, oh, that's so cute. And then like you push him yes. on the day. And I was like, how cute is that, that your teenage son wanted to do that with it you? It was super cute. Yeah. He and see him laugh like, you know. You, oh, yeah. And we got so much flack for that video, you know, all the child abuse accusations. Oh, and those, I'm like, oh, come on. This is funny as I know, I know. People just don't. don't. No, I mean, I know you get that too, but there's, I have, and it's so funny because I have certain videos that I know are going to set people off. <laughs> and then I'll be like, you know what? I kind of feel like reposting this video. I'm a little bored this week. So I think I'm going to repost this. I need some controversy in my life. Yeah. It's an engagement. Why not? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It is so true. Yeah, that was uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. That was a great one. Oh, that, classic Shani. Yes, that was. Yeah. That was a great one. And now he's, and now he has to be bribed, you know, a little bit more. There was some, um, some company, I forget who it was reached out and you know how people will reach out and want you to do collaborations or ads or whatever. And it was like a, for like a funny dance ad. I don't know if it was TikTok or what, but it was you with your teenager, them dancing and you like pushing, like wanting the spotlight basically. And I'm like, well, that's right up my alley. And so I'm trying to convince him to do it with me. And they were paying a thousand dollars for the two people in the video. And so I told him, I'm like, well, I'll pay you $200 if you do it with me. And he's like, nah. And I'm like 300. And then, and my husband's dying. Cause he knows I'm going to get paid a thousand for it. And, and so I went up to 500 finally. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, I have to give you 50%. But then he did it with me. Or 500. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, wow. I'm making a lot less money now that I have to pay you for the videos. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. I didn't uh, think about, yeah, now you're paying them. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm now I'm like, hmm, dang it. I've got to bribe you. Bribe you to let me push you out of the way. That's too but funny. It was pretty funny. Yeah. It was great. Um, Is the video published yet? No, it was where they just purchased it. I don't even know where they're using it. I think they were using it in like a compilation video. Oh, so I don't okay. know where it will show up. I, I yeah. mean, I may never see it, but okay. it was just a paid one. So I didn't have to post it. Well, I should post it though. Just yeah. my clip. I know I should. Um, <laughs> but then he'll probably charge me for it. Uh, <laughs> royalties. It's like every time you get a view. Right. Just- and how old are your little guys now? I have a an eight year old, eight and a half year old. Okay, and uh, the other one's turning six in two weeks. Okay. Oh my gosh! And two yeah. boys, right? Two boys. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The birthday party, and there's oh. a lot of stress with the birthday parties. Oh. I hear it stops at twelve. Yeah, yeah. For my son, for sure. 
he was never into like having huge birthday parties. So that was like really nice. The girls, I have finally convinced that because we've done the like, you know, go to the bounce house place or, you know, whatever, like those little, I have convinced last year, my daughter, when she turned 10, I said, you can pick four friends and I'll give you guys each. We'll take, I'll take you to dinner or lunch. I forget if it was a day and I'll give you each. I think it was $25 each and you guys, you can pick where to go shopping and we'll go shopping for the day. And it was so much fun because, you know, $25 is not a whole lot when you're shopping, but they, we went to like Dollar Tree and then five below. I don't know if you guys have that store. It's like cheap. And so it was so cute to see them. Like they'd be spread across the, you know, a whole aisle, like counting their things. And and then I took them to dinner or lunch and that to me was so much more fun because it was like, you get to do this experience and it's still cheaper for me than doing this big old birthday party. And I might've even given him more money. And anyway, it was so much fun. So this year she really wanted to do the same thing again. And so I'm like, okay, good. We've got, we've got a good idea going there because yeah, when they're little and they want everyone to be there and invite, you know, a million people and so it yeah. does get easier, I feel like. My, I was like, okay, my saving grace is to, because I'm so disorganized. I'm like, I sent the birthday invites late. And I'm like, okay, this is like, people send out birthday invitations six weeks, five weeks in advance. And I'm right. like, okay, like I've got two weeks. Yeah. Hopefully only six people can come. The whole right. class is coming. The whole class, I'm like, how am I going to fit all the people in my backyard? Oh, no. <laughs> I know. And I'm like, what am I going to do? The little one. He's getting to, he's, he's kind of getting like, don't kiss me at drop off. Oh, oh. Like, why? He doesn't even look at me like he like, don't. And I'm like, come on, man. Oh my like, gosh. It's just drop off. And like, I kiss him and he moves his face away. I'm like, oh. you're to do that. My, yeah, my girls now are in like such a hurry that they just like, okay, bye. Like they just, cause I don't get out of the car. They just hop out. And I, okay, uh, see ya, you know, like, okay. So they, like, they wouldn't be opposed to it. They just don't have time for it. It's like, mm-hmm. go, go, like, crazy right. busy. And yeah. it's like, I don't know why everything's such a rush, but it is. Uh, yeah. But they wouldn't be opposed to it. And then our son, it's so funny that you mentioned that because he, so he's almost 15. But my husband has always told him because my husband you know, he wasn't raised with like a lot of affection or like, he doesn't really remember his parents ever saying that I love you. And he was, uh, he had three brothers. So it was all boys. And then part of it was just like, we were raised in kind of a weird environment, but he, he's like, your husband's parents never said, I love you to him. No, not that he he knows of. He doesn't remember. No, no. I, I just thought all white people had loving parents. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. But anyway, he's always told our son, like, I'm going to be hugging and kissing you and telling you I love you, like, till you go to college, you know, and he's just always joking around with him. And last year he had his like eighth grade graduation. And so we were sitting there and like, it was like the first thing we really big like that since COVID. So it was like kind of fun. But we were sitting in like these bleachers and my husband like got up and was walking down and I'm just like, whatever. I didn't even know what he was doing. And so I'm videoing my son because I could see like his turn is coming soon to walk by and, you know, I, I made it. And so I'm videoing it and my husband runs down 
and grabs my son in like this bear hug and then like swats him on the butt. And I was just like melting. I'm like, and my husband, if you knew him, he's not, he's not just the super overly affectionate, like outwardly type person. And he's learned to be because he doesn't, he wants his kids, our kids, you know, to be, remember that. So he's really good at it now. But I was like in shock because I'm just like, like, that's my job to embarrass my kids and to do that. You know, like, I'm like, what is, wait, you're on board with this now. This is amazing. It was so precious. And I just love it. And when he did that, was he shocked? Yes. And, but it was so cute because I have it all on video and you can tell like, you know, it's that embarrassment, but also like how cool. And when he walked and like, stopped where they were supposed to stand the person he was standing next to he's like whispering to them about it like did you see my dad and you can see it all on video i know it was like so precious oh yeah i i love i know it was so magical i'm just like oh my gosh so we still tell him we're gonna hug and kiss you forever and now he's a freshman in high school and it's fun because i do embarrass him as much as possible Yeah. yeah they they love it they need it i know they do they, they do. yeah, they need it. No so how much they push away. That's just an all in that. And that, and I always tell them too. I'm like, I remember what it was like to be a teen. I mean, I know I seem super super old, but I remember. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm not an idiot because he'll be like shocked that I know things. When when I was a teenager, yeah, it's like you were saying, your girls are always in a rush, and when you drop them off, uh, as teenagers, they are so busy with their social calendars and school and after school activities. They don't. 
from doing like parenting classes and stuff, even with behavioral stuff, you know, they say when they're throwing their fit or they're doing, they really are seeking attention and, but they need sometimes not always, but sometimes it's like, they just need a hug. And as a parent, for me, my personality, it's so hard. Mm -hmm. Like when you're screaming your head off at me to just really want to hug you, you know, and I have to remember, okay, like I'm the adult. And so just like, do you need a hug? And just, you know, do it. I know I don't really feel like hugging you right now, but do you need a hug? Cause you kind of sound like you need a hug. My, my, my oldest son, it worked when he was two and you know how everyone was like, Oh, watch out for the terrible twos and threes. And I remember when he had a tantrum, um, I would say that I would say, do you need mommy love? And it always diluted the tantrum. Mm-hmm. And nine out of 10 times, it was just me holding him and having that connection. The second one, totally different temperament. When I said it, he was hitting me and mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, reacting differently, but he still needs it. So no right. matter what, just stay there until they're ready. Some kids take a little longer, but yep. they all need that. So our kids are all adopted and our son we adopted it when he was a month old. So he was a baby. And then, yeah, it was, that was my baby experience. And he was like the best baby ever, but he was seven when we got the girl. So we had an only child for a long time. And then we got the, the girls came to us together and they were two and a half and 14 months old. So there was, yeah, a lot of adjustment and I, I still laugh about it and think like, I'm still adjusting to that. Uh, you know, eight, nine years later. Uh, but it's interesting because Zoe, our middle child is her sister's older sister and was two and a half when they came to us. So I kind of thought like, Oh, like she'll, she seems very oldest child now, but she'll just kind of merge in. Well, she has a very much an oldest child personality. So it's very interesting. Yes. I, I, it's very interesting because she's our middle, but yeah. she's, you know, in her brain, it she's the oldest. And the two of them together when they came, it was so interesting at two and a half years old, how much of an older sibling she was, like just taking yeah. care of her sister. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was so interesting and, and it stuck. She's, you know, almost 11 and she is yeah. definitely still like the oldest child. And so I feel mm-hmm. like I have two first child's <laughs> and, and then and then the last one is definitely the baby of the family I'm just like oh my gosh yeah. so it's pretty funny like, yeah yeah you don't have a middle child you have two oldest <laughs> yeah it's very now, when weird you, when you adopt like this is very uh, foreign to my world like I'm always okay. interested if, when you adopt and they have the two girls you said they yes. came together um do people like is it it's you have to adopt them together because they're siblings right there's no like it's a it's legal it's illegal not to right like you can't um, separate siblings. it's not that it's illegal it's just they try really really hard to keep sibling sets together yeah. and yeah. i know when we so the girls we adopted through the foster care system and yeah. when we originally went into it I just wanted one more kid i'm like this first one's good but yeah. i i want one more but once we got more involved with the in the foster care system and everything, we realized how much it was needed for these sibling mm-hmm. sets. Because again, because they do come as sets or pairs, it's you know it's a little bit more. And so we really thought about it. We had our whole pros and cons list, and mm-hmm. and I really was like, okay, all the all the cons are like 
we're being pretty greedy and you have to be realistic about it. But most of the reasons I came up with were like pretty greedy on why I would just want one kid versus two more. And so we kind of opened ourselves up to it and we, and we ended up with the girls, but, but yeah, they try really hard. I mean, there are some cases and it just depends where, you know, you might have some siblings that are a threat to each other and they do need to separate them. But for the most part, they really try to keep them together. And then do, did you like, did you foster them for a while? And then you're like, okay, I want to adopt them. Or were you like, okay, I want to adopt these girls straight away. When there's several different ways you can do it. But for us, we knew we wanted to adopt kids that we fostered. And we had had a couple of situations that we had had children in our home that didn't work out. Like they went back to their bio families or, you know, there's just, there's so many things that happen. Every story is so different. Uh, So by the time it got to our girls, we already knew like whoever we get, like the play that where we were at in the system basically as we were, adoptive parents. Yeah. So they knew that if they, they, they were placing kids with us that for the most part would need to be adopted. And then, like I said, some of it, it didn't work out, mm-hmm. but in our girl's case, it did. So once we had them, you have to have them for your, in your home, uh, for six months before yeah. you can, can adopt them. Oh, wow. Um, but so you're basically a foster parent for that amount of time. And then I think our, the girl's case went really fast. I want to say like, at seven months we were finalizing like, their adoption like they're, they're, it's just such a long process for it like, is long yeah process adopt. it is yeah. very and there's just so many moving parts to it you know yeah. and the the adoption experience is kind of um there's a symbol that's a, a triangle with a heart through it and it's uh like the adoption symbol and they talk about the the triangle because you have these you have birth family, adoptive family, and the child. And it's, and it's a very good concept because it's, it's true. You never just get rid of birth family. You know, they're always a part of your life because they're in your child. And, um, so it's, it's, there's a lot of moving parts for sure, but that's worth it. It's, it's, but it's a lot, it's a lot. And we had a lot of crazy stuff happen throughout our whole adoption journey. It's just crazy. I know interesting your whole journey with the it fostering and adopting and I, yeah. I didn't even think about like how you your life is integrated with the birth parents as yeah well. yeah like yep yeah it wow. really is when people ask me like for advice or you know want to know about the story because they're looking into it yeah. that is one thing I really tell people it's like you have to be realistic and know that that there there's another part of your child's life forever it's not like you just mm-hmm. adopt them. Even if you were to adopt outside of the country, you have to just know. And I mean, and people that adopt and are educated about it, that's part of the reason that there mm-hmm. it's so much work to get to that point is they really do try to educate you on it mm-hmm. is just to realize that like if you're because your kids have different, you know, different issues come up that maybe a, a child that's born to you wouldn't. And mm-hmm. so there's a lot of different things that even in the future, like you may have no contact at all with, with biological family, but then, you know, you might have a teen that's really struggling and yeah. it turns out that they just needed to know more about their birth family or have some sort of connection or go visit the country they were born with, you know, yeah. or born in. You just never, you never know. It's different for yeah. every kiddo. And, but I always just say like, like, be aware, be aware that this is a lifetime thing. It's not just yeah. like, oh, we finalize the adoption and and right. it's our kid. I mean, it is, but it's, yeah. it's, it's ongoing for sure. Hey mom, you're amazing. Oh, 
Mm, thank you. That's why yeah. I'm doing this today is just so you could, you know, tell me that. <laughs> I needed that validation today. You're not a middle child, are you, Shani? I'm not. I'm not. I'm the Ooh. oldest. And yeah. And my middle sister is 18 months younger than me. So that's you. And yeah, yeah my oldest one is 18 years older than me. Oh my gosh. See, yeah. I should be talking to her. Yeah. No, you, you give me middle child vibes for some reason. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> it's because of all the trauma, you know, I, I feel very, <laughs> I still need that validation. <laughs> yeah. First children don't need the validation. No, I know. It is interesting. It's a little bit scary, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah but no, maybe it's because we were so close together. Or but if you were to know us in person, it is so funny because we are very good friends now, but mm-hmm. we hated each other as kids, which yeah. I have to remember with my girls because- yeah. Oh, you, you would, yeah. I look at my girls every day and I'm just like, okay, just remember you tried to hit Carrie every day of your life, every day of your life, you know? And I'm like, okay, breathe. This will end someday. But we were not friends until we were out of the house. Like, isn't that crazy? And now we're really good friends, but we are so different, so different, but we're really good friends now. But yeah, you, like, you guys have like a bond, like, yes, it's like part of it. You're like, that's like me and my it's oldest. like you are. Yeah. And you, you had mentioned you're super disorganized. Is your sister oh, organized? <laughs> no, no. We, no, we all have that gene where we're not. Okay. that. Organized. But look at your books. Your books are all lined up so nicely. Oh, this is my husband's office. Oh, okay. Perfect. <laughs> it's not even my, because my room was so disorganized and messy. And I wasn't sure the connection would work. So I'm like, I called and I was like, hey, you're not home. So can I use your office? (laughs) I love it. Oh my gosh. That is hilarious. Oh my gosh. Okay. So she's not organized either. All right. Well, maybe because I I am more organized and, but it's funny. We're just very different, but we're such good friends now. So that's good. But it is funny how often that happens. And like my girls hate each other right now. And I, it drives me insane. Saying, but I'm I just know. like, okay, remember you were this way. Like maybe they'll love each other someday. <laughs> That's such a, another good reminder, Shani, because uh, boys fight. It is the thing that irks me the most. And I didn't know how stressed out I would be when they fight. And I remember my sister and I hate each other and we were physically, oh. and she did things to me where I'm like, why did she just hit me over the head? Like I didn't do anything. <laughs> She would just walk by and smack me. I'm like, what? Just for existence? Yes. Oh. And now we're best friends. I can't live without her. We love each other. We're different, but we we get each other. Yeah. Yeah. Sister it's, bond. Is it, yeah. And I do think there's such a bond there. But mm-hmm. it's, um, yeah, for us, it didn't come until much later in life because mm-hmm. we did not love each other at all. Yeah. But my oldest is planning. My son is almost 15 and she's been planning for a couple of years now what to do with his room when he moves out because, (laughs) because the girls share a room. And so she just can't wait for him to move out so that she can have her own room. And I'm like, yeah, I kind of get that, but you know, how old um, are they? Nine and 10. She's almost 11. Oh, wow. Really young. Yep. Yeah. So they're so young, but I remember, I remember our mom would like leave to go grocery shopping and my sister was like, in better shape than me. So she would usually beat me up even though I was older, but oh. my like, my like signature move and I, we just laugh so hard about this, but my signature move is I would lay on my back 
on the like wood floor and kick my legs and like (laughs) kick her with my legs because I was stronger with my legs. And so that was like my signature move. But we would like physically fight. My mom would like go to the grocery store and we'd be like, like saving it for when she would leave. And I'm just like, did we live in the same house? Because my oldest sister would wait until my mom would leave. And she would, her signature move was, um, no, she didn't have one. She was just violent. And, but I was always like, I'm going to pull her hair. Yes. Or, or, or bite her. And I was always so proud. And I remember like we were, uh, we owned a grocery store and we were upstairs in the office. My mom and dad would work downstairs. And once they were gone, she start like hitting me and I start crying. And then she saw my mom come up the stairs, like totally unexpected. And she's like, stop crying. I'll give you candy. And I just yes. stopped crying. And my mom never knew that she hit me for <laughs> all those years. And now my girls are doing the same thing like bribing and I can hear them. I'm like, I'm literally right outside your door. Be quiet. I'll give you this stuffy. If you be quiet or just tell mom, you fell, just tell mom, you fell. Like I'm right here. I hear you. Is there anything else interesting about your life or your story? Seriously. The only um, huge thing that has happened to me was that we adopted a guinea pig. I was caught into it. That's it. That is, that's a big deal. And is this your first pet? Um, I've had cats before. Okay. But this one I was conned into because my 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 husband really wanted a dog. Oh. And he started like telling the kids, what do you think about getting a dog? And I'm like, no, always. I'm like, no, I'm not picking up any more poop. Mm. I've already picked up like cat poop, baby mm. poop, kids poop, no Need more. And then he waited for me to go on a like on a trip. I went back home to visit my folks for a week. I came back. They're like, Daddy took us to a pet store. He said we can get something small. And he goes, well, you can get a fish or a hamster. I'm like, no, no, we're not. Kids start crying. I broke down. I took them to the pet store. I was like, let's just talk about it. I come out of the pet store after an hour of talking about it with two happy kids and the biggest rodent that they had. A freaking guinea pig. And I was like, you know, and I was so dumb. I'm like, well, at least a guinea pig is part pig because it's you know, a guinea pig. And like it it probably came from a rabbit family because it's kind of cute. And I Googled it. I'm like, no, it's a rat. It's a it's a rodent. <laughs> With no tail. With just no tail. And and I looked at it. I And I feel really bad for saying this, Shani, but I feel like I can tell you. <laughs> I looked at it for the first day. I was like, you look like a rat. And... <laughs> I'm like, and I can't return you. And I'm like, and then I start going on guinea pigs, um, Instagram, like on Instagram is guinea pig accounts. And I saw some that were fluffy and fat and chubby. I'm like, you look so cute. Why doesn't my guinea pig look like you? I'm like, what if I adopted a rat? What if this was a rat without a tail? (laughs) You got the wrong species. Oh my gosh. And I'm like, you know, like you would never have thoughts like that of your child. Like you would never look at your child and be like, you're not that good looking or you're not that cute. <laughs> I looked at him like, I shouldn't be thinking about, I shouldn't be thinking that you're not that cute and you look like a rat. But and you I kind looked, of are. I did. Yeah. And I was like, I stopped thinking like that, Alice. And I'm like, I want a better looking guinea pig. <laughs> oh my God. I can't believe it. He's so much cuter, and then you would love him so much more. Well, yeah, like, did you just get him? How long have you had him? A month. Okay. And yeah. what are you thinking about that experience so far? Because they're kind of noisy and they're kind of smelly. 
They're kind of smelly. Um, they're not noisy, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, they actually do a really cute squeal if they're happy. So that's oh, cute. Oh, that's cute. They are. There is a lot of work because you have to clean the cage. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this, but um, they poop 100 pellets a day, which oh, is good normal. Times. Yeah. They oh. pee and poop every five minutes. So you cannot let them out of your house roaming around because if you have hard floors, that's a bad, a bad thing. And then I, the, the manager did tell me this. She goes, you know, it's a female, which is good because you can get a second guinea pig, which is which can also be a female and they'll get along. Just don't get oh. a male. Oh. And like, I don't think I'm ready to get a second. And she's like, well, they are social creatures. So mm. if you're not going to get a second one, she needs a social companion, which could be you oh, or your boy. kids. And you need oh. to spend two hours with the guinea pig a day. Otherwise, they get depressed and they can die. And I'm like, oh, my God, I'm like emotional support for this guinea pig now. Right. So now I have to spend two hours with the guinea pig because my kids don't give a crap anymore. No, no. They yeah. last about a week and they're done. Yeah. I, I spend more time with my guinea pig than with my husband now. Right. I mean, this is this calls for a divorce. He started I, this, Jenny. Right. <laughs> See, so if it comes down to having to get rid of the guinea pig rat, then it should be up to him because it was him that started this whole thing. Yeah. That yeah. is... He won't, he won't admit it. He goes, I said a fish. I never said a guinea pig. <laughs> You're like, I was trying to get it a little cuter and cuddlier. Now, does it yeah. like cuddle? Like, do you like to hold it? Does it want to be held? I like to hold it. Okay. And, yeah, I like... Okay. I don't think she likes it, but I like it. And I'm like, well, and if she needs, I mean, she can't be picky if she needs all this emotional support. You're going to let me touch you. Right. And let me cuddle you right. because you need it. Otherwise, right. you're going to get depressed. You're going to get depressed and die. I know. I know you don't know this is best for you, but it is. Quit squirming. Quit squirming. <laughs> Sit still. You should have had her on your lap this whole time and you could have had your two hours almost over with. And I was like, do you want to do a podcast with Shani? Like, <laughs> You would feel the love. Like there's yes, two of us. Right. Like, like she ran away from me. She oh. actually was just like 10 minutes before I hopped on with you. Oh, and gosh. I was trying to chase her. She didn't want me to touch her. I'm like, this is good for you. You need right. me to touch you. And this is like double the socialization. So yeah. she could have been like booked up for days after this of not being <laughs> depressed. <laughs> What's her name? Oh, Poor dear. Um, her name is Lulu. We we did name her. We're not like evil. Okay, right. Yes. Just the guinea pig rat. She's part pig, Johnny. <laughs> so have you learned she's not part pig then, huh? I, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's good information to have. Yeah. Oh. Anyone anyone who needs advice, tips before you go grab a small pet, let talk let's talk first. Let's talk to Alice first. Yeah. Yes. I think that's a great idea. That is very interesting though. When I asked about something more interesting, I mean like to share that. That is very interesting. And I'm very proud of you for this huge sacrifice yeah. for your children well, that don't care anymore. a lot of followers after this uh, interview because they're like, what the f-? Because they're like, I definitely don't think she has a very interesting life. It's not interesting at all. Okay? Just a rat. That's it. The rat and a couple kids and, you know, normal life. Okay. I have a couple of questions that I do like to ask every guest. Oh, yeah. um, and... Okay, one is, what is your favorite book or book recommendation? 
And I thought this question would be really relevant because I see all your books back there, but now I know they're your husband's. So, <laughs> so now I'm going to get the blank stare of, you know, Mother Goose. I don't know. That, this is, uh, I'm so glad you asked this question while I'm sitting in front of my husband's book. Perfect. The, you can just pick one. I'm going to say my favorite book is The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck from Mark Manson. It oh. is a book I bought. I did not finish reading it. It is sitting okay. on my husband's shelf because he perfect. wants to book yeah. Oh, perfect. Well, there we go. But <laughs> but the chapter that you read was fabulous, right? I didn't even get to chapter one. I was uh, okay. a pre, pre-biography or <laughs> So what you need is Audible. Have you ever thought of Audible? There, proof that I have this book. Oh okay. yeah. Oh no. Yeah. I, I just I... Want a review. Sorry, that's what I just. Yeah. Right. I just want to talk about, yeah. Yeah. That's um, and that's that's a recap. You know, okay. you get most so the of the good Audible, stuff. Yes, Shani, um, I did do an Audible with Untamed with. Uh, oh Glenn. yeah. It's a good and one. And I actually finished that book. Okay. Was I see. Yeah. Good job. Good job. The Audible is for me too, though. I because and because I do work from home, I just like having noise. So I listen to a lot of podcasts. But I love books and I love reading. But I'm very like ADHD too, so it's like yeah. I love the Audible because I'd be like, "Ooh, I could be editing and yeah. listening." And oh my God, me. How did you meet your husband, or where? Oh man, that's um, that's an interesting one. I actually stalked him. Ah, <gasps> okay, cool. Yeah, um, he doesn't know that though, so. He he thinks we met like Randomly. by chance, but we actually I actually knew him like before we even met in person. Um, yeah, it was through Facebook. Oh. Uh, he was a friend of a friend, and then we met in person. And but we were dating other people, but we met in person at some dinner, and um, I was like, "Oh my god, uh, uh. I like him," but. Uh. I have to break up with my boyfriend first and he has a relationship. Um, then like six, eight months later, I popped up on his Facebook, still stalking him. And I'm, and I, I broke up with my boyfriend that night. Okay. It oh was, my gosh. It was on the books anyway. It was already planned out. Oh. And I was just, I heard that he was single and I was like, okay. And oh. then we, um, we went on a date. And after that date, um, I was like, I'm going to marry him. Oh and my, my friends were like, you're fucking crazy. And I'm like, no, I'm not. He's going to marry me. And everyone's like, oh, my God, you're crazy. And then a year and a half later, he proposed. Wow. Wow. Was, was like, oh, yeah, I hate marriage. Oh, yeah. Like, uh, I love like, just dating around. Oh, yeah, like totally. Like if you want to date around, you should totally date around, you know. And then like, I'm like, please don't date around. And now <laughs> and now you have a rat with no tail. Like, yeah, that is where it gets to. Yeah. Look wow. At where I am right now. Yeah. All because of the yeah. ability and to stalk on Facebook. I know. Fate of social media is powerful. Yeah. Bring, obviously, bringing people together, bringing pigs together. Yeah. Whether they <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> it's like, oh, I see that you do not have me blocked from your Facebook profile. <laughs> Let's see how well I know you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's not creepy at all. Well, that's cool, though. That's yeah. cool. I mean, yeah, it sounds creepy on paper. Right. Right? Yeah. But, like, when you know me, you're like, okay, it's not that creepy. Right. It makes sense. Because, like, he's still around. (laughs) Right. And, like, he loves me. I'm like, sometimes I'm surprised. I'm like, oh, my God, you're still in love with me? Okay. Last big question for you. It's my favorite one. What is the best compliment you've ever received? 
<laughs> I know oh, it's my favorite. Oh my God, Shelly. Um, <laughs> it, it's just so many. Um, <laughs> I shouldn't have even asked you this one because I know that. No, um, I'm going to say the the thing that is the most fresh in my head right now is a friend of mine came to my show yesterday and she said, uh, you were luminous and you are natural and you deserve to be on that stage. Oh yeah. That's like, awesome. I'm just going to take it and I'm going to it here and try to believe it. Yeah. That was really generous of her to say I that. I love that. And I'm sure it was well-deserved. Thanks for asking that. That's- I know it's my favorite question because it's, I feel like Every time I ask it to someone, it's always like a pause because mm-hmm. who has that answer right away? Um, and except a couple did, but I'm like, <laughs> obviously you're much more advanced in life than I am because I would need a hot minute to think about it. But it is, it's like, I think it's that good, just like pause and take a moment and be like, people do say nice things about me. And I love good it. question to, to, to end on that because then you're left feeling positive and yes. then you remember who said it to you. And then you remember that time that was said to you. So it, was, it creates like the memory and then it feels good. And then the whole day you're just like on cloud nine. That's that. That is my goal for you for today. Okay. Mm-hmm. So cloud nine, go snuggle with little tailless rat. And she has a name, Shani. I mean, Lulu, <laughs> my, that's my niece's name, by the way. So <laughs> now I'm just going to start calling her a tailless rat. <laughs> Sorry, Lulu, you have a new name now. I'm but yes, run away, be with my kids, be present. I'm going to snuggle with yeah. Lulu. Mm-hmm. Um, of you, Shani. you know what? That's what I'm here for. I'm here to just make your life more pleasant. It'll give me enough energy to focus on Lulu for the next two hours. There now. you go. Two hours. Yeah. Then you pick those kids up from school yeah. and you're present. good to go. Present. Yeah. So while you're cuddling with Lulu, you can get all your yeah. social media scrolling over with <laughs> and, you know, and she'll get half of the attention she needs yeah. and then you're good to go. Yeah. Perfect. Totally. Perfect. Yay. Thank you all for joining me for another episode of the Shanty Pant Show. I really appreciate you guys hanging out with me every week. You can find all of my links to all my social medias, anything your heart desires at shantypantshow.com. You can even find my amazing merch is back up and running there. And you can email me from there. All the things. All the things. Also, you always ask, how can you help me out with this whole podcast situation? You can subscribe to my podcast. You can leave reviews. You can share it with friends. I appreciate it all. So I am super excited to bring you guys the rest of the season. It's going to be amazing. And I'll see you next week. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.